All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Ryan. Today, we're going to talk about how to be successful in business as a physician. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. So let's go through our success mastery checklist here. Um, there's seven main ways to be successful in business. And they are essentially getting clear, getting clear on exactly what you want. Next is getting connected to the right people, the right teams. Number three is know where you are and where you want to go, right? Your direction in life. Number four, know who you're here to serve, what they need and desire most. Really be client-centric, patient-centric. Number uh, five is constantly improve your best offer, your marketing, and, and how to present that to the public. Number six, margin and cash are everything. You want to do sales maximization and cost controls. And number seven, close the gap and maximize resources from where you are and to where you want to go. All right, let's get into it, guys. So. Uh, I've been, you know, coaching a lot of uh, successful physicians all over the country, and it's just been a blessing and a pleasure to to hear people's stories and see who they're trying to serve and how big they want to get. And I really believe there's no limit to the possibilities out there. And so, if you're a physician, you're running a clinic, fantastic. You you own multiple clinics, even better. And if you're working in, you know, a startup or something, that's, you know, all of this is you allowing yourself to become the highest and best version of yourself, uh, becoming a, a leader, not only as a physician, but a business leader as well. So this is really for you guys. Number one, getting clear. What business are you in, you know, and you know, and then how is the business? So getting clear on your, uh, you know, are you in an aesthetics business? Uh, you know, are you a Durham plastic surgeon? Are you, you know, do you do veins? And, you know, is that your business? Are you a cardiologist and you're running multiple clinics and, you know, you're trying to grow your cardiology practice, eventually bring on more cardiologists, have multiple disciplines within cardiology and maybe partner with a hospital, you know? Is that your business? Are you uh, a chiropractor or a functional medicine doctor and you just opened up your practice and now you're trying to get to the next level and you're trying to become profitable, but you have a, you're giving way too much in terms of in your packages. Um, you know, figure out what business you're in and how is that business? What is your status of that business? And then you got to figure out sort of your X factor. What's your wow factor? What's your like secret sauce? Um, and I'll give you an example. Um, when I was running my Vitology Institute, which was a functional medicine clinic, cash-based sort of concierge uh, in Northern Virginia, my secret sauce was I'm the only cardiologist within probably you know 500 square miles that is doing functional medicine. I mean, there is it's a very rare combination for cardiologists to do functional medicine. So 
I was essentially the cardiometabolic expert in my area. And people would come to me from not only my region, but you know, all across the Eastern seaboard. So I was, I had a unique offering, right. And then it was able to sort of maximize and optimize that where we're bringing people in. So what's your X factor and how do we plan to share it, exploit it, uh, let people know what's up. And then what's your chokehold, right? What's your head trash, limiting beliefs, and your uh, what's your bottleneck in your business? Is it your own psychology? Is it your skills? Is it, you know, quote unquote resources? Or is it um, you, don't, you don't have the business knowledge? What is it that's not allowing you to grow? Okay, so that's number one. Number two is getting connected. Figuring out what kind of uh, a person you are. Are you a natural entrepreneur and you really grasp business and so it's easy for you to do this or are you more of an artist where this is really like a beautiful thing you're creating and you love the actual look and feel of your pamphlet your website you know um you love geeking out about the actual service you're doing if you're you know an ENT doctor it's really you love the actual practice of ENT and that's what really excites you you know and it's important to know that the reason is, you know, in business, what I've learned is usually you need two types of personalities to be successful. One is called a visionary. The other one's called an integrator. And so the visionary is usually the person with big ideas, big picture, big vision. They're good with relationships and they can, you know, and they can sort of come up with ideas and creativity and they can make things happen. Um, the integrator is person who understands finances understands processes, procedures, understands how to run teams, and can really make sure that the daily implementation of those ideas is happening and is profitable, right? So if you don't have both roles, it could be the same person, but usually it's best when it's two different people who that's their natural inclinations. And so you can use something like a Discord to reveal that. You can look at your personality types, but that's truly important. And then again, why are you in the business right now? Like what prompted you to get into this, you know, healthcare business and, and um, you know, really what's your mission? Number three, know where you are and where you want to go. So, you know, there's different life cycles of a business. So there is, you know, the baby, toddler, you know, adolescent, you know, mature business. Uh, and so you want to know where you are in the business and there's different problems with different stages of the business, you know, uh, there's a quote I like to live by. It's every level has its own devil. So, you know, if you're first starting out the business, then it's very easy. The only thing is getting your name out there and selling to make profit. There's nothing else that matters. But let's say you're, you know, a couple of years in the business. Now it's really about, you know, operations and teams and processes. So, the reason this is important is if you're first starting a business out and you're going all in uh, on operations, but you don't have any sales, that's not the right sequence of, of things. You want to um, do things in the right sequence. Otherwise, it's it's you're spinning your wheels. So figure out, you know, where in the life cycle you are of your business. And then, you know, what are the, you can try to start anticipating challenges as well as opportunities. You know, challenges right now, we're, we're recording this at the end of 2022. And 2023 will be around the corner. The challenges are, hey, we're coming into maybe a slowdown, maybe a correction, maybe a recession. How do I position my, bus my business 
to be able to anticipate and handle that. The other thing you want to think about is, you know, will my clients have money, right, uh, to buy my my goods? So, uh, you know, I have doctors who are a GI profession. You know what? They their patients are insured. They'll always most likely have money. I doubt there's much elective GI procedures out there. Most of it is necessary needed. So a GI doctor is going to do fine during any kind of economic downturn, right? Now, if they're actually a private business versus a public uh, hospital employee, you know, there's just some nuances there. But overall, that's sort of a recession-resistant business. Now, if I'm a plastic surgeon and I am trying to serve patients, uh, but a lot of it is elective out-of-pocket expense, during these kind of things, people usually delay um, these types of luxury uh, sort of investments because they may not have the money. So I would anticipate that and get ready for all of that, right? So uh, that's important. Um, and then number four is know who you're here to serve and what they need and desire most. So, you know, who's your, like this is your client avatar, your patient avatar. You know, I want to serve, you know, uh, suburban women, you know, who have nasal issues if I'm the ENT doctor, right? Or I want to, if I'm a, you know, if uh, I'm starting my own internal medicine private practice, um, maybe I'm going to be concierge because I'm I'm dealing with a lot of executives and their families. You know, so it's 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 really important who you want to serve, what you want to know as much about them as well. You want to give them even a name. What's their age group? How much um, you know? Do you think they have disposable income? Things like that. So I have a friend who's starting a very cutting edge uh, clinic that's using really a lot of technology a lot of um, data, they have their own app, and it's very um, metric based. And it's a lot of lifestyle um, uh, feedback. And he's in he's in Northern Virginia, DC, and he's doing really well. Um, but it's a very different niche of his, uh, of his um, patient base. And so, um, you know, and the reason why he was able to serve this patient base is because he understood this, this need uh, in the community, and he created a product, a service, a clinic, for that. So that's important. So who's your current client or patient? Who's your ideal client or patient? What do they want? What's missing? What do they desire? What do they fear? What do they need the most? And if you can provide that, um, you're golden. Next is constantly improve your best offer marketing. You know, you want to make this an irresistible offer. And um, I don't care what business you're in or what type of um, uh, pay, medical practice you have, but you need to read uh, Alex Hormozzi's book, Hundred Million Dollar Offers. It is so good. It is really uh, he breaks it down so simply. But if you read that, you probably need to go through it a couple of times. You'll be able to create an amazing offer, and you'll be able to do um, a great marketing strategy. So, you know, at all times, you should have at least three marketing strategies. Like you know, like some say, oh, all I do is Facebook. Great, but what happens if Facebook changes the algorithm? All I do is Twitter or all I do is, you know, TikTok or all I do is SEO, Google ads, fine, but uh, multiple um, uh, marketing strategies. And one of them should be organic marketing. You know, I call it presidential marketing. And, and I, I learned that from one of my, my good friends in uh, San Antonio, where I was um, learning about how to become a physician entrepreneur. And what they suggested is it's 
it's essentially going out into the market space and sort of doing grassroots marketing. And so we call it presidential because it's similar like, you know, as a presidential candidate, he goes around, kisses baby, shakes hands, goes to local diners and eats. So that's exactly what you want to do as a physician. Go out there and find, you know, businesses that are complementary to your business. Find your referral sources, take them out to dinner, talk to them, do presentations to their staff, you know, give free services or free ways for people to try out your business. And that's super important. So that's really, that's an organic uh, marketing play. Then obviously you're paid marketing. And a lot of physicians say, hey, I don't market. Do I need to? You know, the old school physicians, this is not in their DNA. But the new school physician, I would suggest, why not? Why not have you create a three-month, six-month waiting list? And then if it's within your business model, why not have a cash-based option so it's not always just insurance, right? Always consider a hybrid option. You know, in, in life, I always say it's not either or, or, it's always and or both. So consider that. Number six, margins and cash are everything. Sales, maximization, cost controls. You know, what are the margin in your business? And if you don't know this, you're shooting yourself in the foot as a physician business owner or physician business leader. You must become profitable. The point of you going into practice, obviously, is to serve. But how can you serve if you're not making your money? Right. And in fact, I, 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 I would offer to you that you can even serve even more people, have more impact if you're more profitable. Right. Cause if you're, if you're profitable on every transaction, all you have to do is turn up the dial and you'll have, you'll, you'll help a lot more people and you'll make a lot more money. And I think that's the point of, of life. It's really to add value. And in return, you get income, right? Impact and income are dual benefits and they work together. What's the most profitable things you do? And, you know, sometimes I do this for some of my clients, like, you know, uh, I have different surgeons and they do like five different surgeries, but one surgery takes the least amount of time and pays them the most. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe if, if, if possible, maximize this more. And they're like, oh my God, no, I really love doing all, all the surgeries. I'm like, okay, fine. You do all the surgeries, but if you bring on, you know, different associates, make each one specialize in the highest profit margin kind of procedure, because that's going to bring the best, the most amount of revenue for you. Um, figure out the most profitable things you do, figure out the least profitable things you do and cut those out. In fact, a lot of times it's narrowing your offerings and going deep with just a few things, but doing them really well and being world-class at it. Uh, and, um, you know, I can give you an example. Um, uh, you know, if you can, if you like, you know, if you have a weight loss clinic, for example, and you have multiple packages, but there's one package that sells the most, it, it gets the best results and sort of the middle of the road, then consider dropping the lower ones and using that and maybe a higher one as sort of a high anchor. So you have your like, I, it's like if you, you know, you got your Mercedes version and then you got your Corolla, right? Or your Camry. So your Camry is what gets you your high volume, but occasionally you sell the Mercedes and you have a, there's an audience of people who are interested in that. So um, it makes it very easy. And then when I offer programs to patients, I don't say, hey, which one do you want to do a program? I'm like, hey, do you want to do, you know, you want to do the Cadillac or do you want to do the Camry? You know, like it's, it's which one makes more sense for you, right? Versus, um, do you want to work with me or not? Um, 
figure out, you know, your numbers. Like if you're not looking at your numbers daily, weekly, monthly, you're, you're really missing out and you need to look at key performance indicators, KPIs. You need to look at your profitability. You need to look at how many units sold or how many patients seen or how many visits. And you just have to need to start tabulating this. You need to create what we call a dashboard or a scorecard. And then, you know, as you run your company, 30, 60, 90 day goals, you should have all this. And then if you don't hit your goals, um, that should be a red flag. And immediately you should talk to your CFO, your, your operations person and, and see what's going on and then tweak things, right? This is, you know, in, in the essence, we're scientists and we're doing experiments every day. Like marketing is essentially nothing but an experiment, right? Seeing patients is nothing but an experiment. Now, there's the quality of being a really good physician and delivering that quality. That's I'm assuming that's already there. Now, this is more on the business side of how to do it bigger, better, faster, and more profitable and get the best results for your patients, okay? Finally, close the gap and maximize resources. So, you know, figure out, there's always a gap, right? There's always a gap from where you want to go and where you are currently. Identify what's what's the main thing. Is it, hey, you know, for whatever reason, we're not able to close the gap because it's a mindset thing? Or is it, hey, a team, I don't have the right team in place? It, you know, and there's a book called Who Not How. Phenomenal book. It's by um, Dan Sullivan. And it's really talking about as physicians, we always wonder how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Well, you don't have to do anything. You have to have the big vision. You have to have sort of the idea of where you want to go. And if you don't have the skill set, you bring on the person who has that skill set. You always find a who for one or every one of your hows. And that's how you grow. And that's how you scale. And that's how you um, stay in your zone of genius and then delegate sort of not your weaknesses, but things that are not your in your optimum um, way of doing things. Okay, guys, and then focus on your culture, focus on your team culture, your, your clinic culture, your hospital culture, whatever the culture you're trying to cultivate, make sure it's an innovative culture, a resilient culture, a help first mindset culture, and then you will be successful in life. So my friends, I hope this was really helpful. I went a little bit long in the tooth here, but I really wanted to dig in and share with you a lot of this, you know, success mastery checklist in and in the medical profession and how to really kick butt in your clinics in your hospitals um in your online practices and and um, your cash space your insurance space your hybrid but this is the way to go learn these things be successful help more people have more fun and until next time guys be phenomenal thank you so much for listening to this episode of limitless md if you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.